as I round up all of my change to be able to afford socks from Ivy Park, make sure that you guys are following me on Facebook at Shenanigans Podcast, on Instagram at Shenanigans underscore podcast, and on Twitter at SWFriendsPod. Spotify listeners, I have a playlist for you. Updated every single week. So if you like the intro music, you're going to love the playlist. It's called the Shenanigans Playlist with an exclamation point. So you know it's lit. Wine drinkers, I still have $15 off of your first tasting box from La Grand Vare Wines. As always, you can locate that link in the show notes. Okay, episode 70. I'm Solo Dolo, so let's get right into it. girl Chris. It is episode 70 of Shenanigans with Friends. Happy fucking new year. You guys made it. 2019 um, was a evil bitch and (laughs) yet here we are guys. I mean listen we made it through the year. You know who didn't make it through the year guys? James St. Patrick or insert dun 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 did he? I don't know. So, guys, power's back. I think we're two episodes in. There's about three more episodes left. I don't know how to feel, guys. I got to be honest. Um, I, You can tell that they're just really trying to hurry the fuck up. Like, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> It's been a it's been a wild ride. Mr. Todd's wild ride. I get it, right? Okay. But like um yeah, man. So, okay. So, they're trying to Oh, I'm sorry. Hey guys, I'm ready to start the show, okay? Okay, but <laughs> Anyway, so they are I just they want me to believe James is dead. I just don't know that he's dead, y'all. It just seems like this was too easy. And can spoiler guys, can we all just acknowledge that it was at least tw- it was so many guns going to this one building on this one night for this one guy. Like um we are able to rule out a lot of suspects. Um we know that Andre doesn't do it because he's a roast duck and <laughs> we know that Angela's sister didn't do it. Um but we're down to I mean, they're trying to say that maybe Sax is a suspect, but I don't really believe that, guys. Um, but we're really down to Tyreek, his son, fucking Tasha, his ex-wife, and Tommy. Triple T's, okay? Triple threats, triple T's. Stay with me, guys. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it, I I wanted to be Tommy so bad. Like, I want him to be the one who kills ghosts. But I just, something tells me... He might just, he might just be trying to like, he might Tupac his way out of this, guys. He might be in Guatemala or wherever the fuck, like living his best life, getting away from all of the troubles that he has. I don't know, but power is back, guys. Um, I was going to say, if you haven't seen the show, don't bother at this point. (laughs) I mean, if you want to go back, you can go back if you feel like it. Sure, sure prerogative. But I mean, it's not that big of a deal anymore. Um, But we got three more episodes. I feel like 
what they've been doing with these last episodes is kind of framing this one night um, in everybody's point of view. So I feel like we've got three more episodes. We got three more real serious uh, suspects, right? So I don't know, guys. We shall see. Speaking of things that we should see about, your boy Trump. I mean, I know you guys already know, um, but there is possibly an 80 million dollar um bounty on his head a speaker at the funeral um of the i don't want to ruin his name so i'm just going to not but he was a major general in iran um guys this is not the show for me to catch up you guys to like fucking like political fucking like turmoil in the US like if you guys are coming to shenanigans with friends for me to give you an in-depth look into what's happening in Iran I'm gonna stop you right there this is not that kind of show (laughs) I'm just saying all we know is we went over there not minding our business as we like to do we killed somebody and now they're mad and you can't be mad that they're bad I mean I don't care anything about this man. Sorry to this man. But, I mean, like, you know, whatever. I mean, like, will it start a mutiny? Is it, Will there be a war? Maybe, possibly. I don't know. I, I have this, like, strong feeling that, like, at this point, the media is only around to, no pun intended, but trump up things. Like, so make things bigger than they, they appear. So, I don't really know what's going to happen. But can we just all take a moment? I'm going to put the blunt out so I can really explain this to y'all. Can we really take a moment to hand slow clap the fucking, what is it? The ingenuity that the Iranians have saying, nigga, all I need is a dollar from you, Mohammed. All I need is a dollar from you, Joseph, or whatever other people's names is over there. Like, Tasha, all I need is a dollar from you. (laughs) But, like, I mean... You telling me all I gotta do is give y'all one dollar and collectively we'll have eighty million dollars to not rectify a situation because killing him isn't gonna rectify anything. But you're saying that all right, that's like nigga, that's like low key like thirty two cents a day. Like not really because I don't know like what U S dollars like translate in the their currency. But I'm just saying like in the grand scheme of things, like you are only adding a dollar to this gigantic pot. Guys, I'm not condoning anything that they're saying. And like I said, a lot of that a lot of people don't even believe that that's just really true. I mean, he said it. So, but I I don't I think people were just like, "Oh, he was emotional, blah blah blah, whatever." Now, what happens if some shit really happens though? I don't know. We are a country that has been for the most part very I don't even want to say lucky. It's I don't even know the word to use. But we've been very um, fortunate, maybe, to be one of a, a country that has never had true war at our doorstep. So, um, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. Um, a lot of people are going to be trying to not qualify to be drafted. <laughs> and listen, that's not even my ministry to... So, Nick, I can't even. I'm just not. So, I'm not going to. But, guys, there is a bounty on your orange president's head. George Lopez said he'll do it for 40. Um, 
the white people are very upset at him for saying that. I mean, there have been people that, like, have had their doors kicked in because, like, they are making, like, comments about Trump and possibly being whatever, right? I mean, I think that they're taking things a little bit too far, but don't they always take things a little bit too far? <laughs> like, give us a reason to deflect and say, oh, we have a terrorist at at home. Like, some bullshit, right? Like, come on now. So, when the real terrorists are the motherfuckers that are pushing the buttons and sending drones and killing people and all that stuff. But, again, y'all, that's not my ministry. That's not what I be here for. So, anyway, so now, now that we have that out of the way, <laughs> let's move on to some more crazy shit. So, you guys all remember... Right after Whitney Houston died, how all of a sudden a family friend to Bobby Christina is now her boyfriend, right? Like we all recall and remember that. Well, um, he, Nick Gordon, was found dead on January 1st of this year um, from a parent drug overdose. Now, we have to like really stop and like peel back and like really talk about this and not really like to super get in depth about like him dying, but just like. I mean, that sounded really harsh, didn't it? But anyway, what I'm saying is, it's like, it's just an interesting relationship. Um, I was watching a video of Bobby Christina's um, oldest, uh, Bob, uh, Bobby Brown's oldest son, right? In an interview and how he just like would not acknowledge that Bobby Christina was ever on drugs. And I think that it was very like, I mean... As harsh as it, it may sound, it was very likely that she was. And then even after hearing the rumors that Nick Gordon was the person that supplied them with drugs. So it's not far-fetched to think that she definitely was probably involved in it. And even he even continued to deny it, even though the autopsy report came back and said that she had alcohol and drugs in her system. But that's neither here nor there, I guess. But Nick is dead. And if you guys remember... Um, and when Bobby Christina was found dead, he wasn't held as far as uh, guilty as far as any like criminal case, but he ended up being liable for her death, like so a wrongful death case. And he was supposed to be paying money to the Browns estates or whatever. And I don't know if that was something that was tormenting him because it was something that the number was too exuberant, something out of his, you know out of his realm of being able to take care of. Um, I don't know. Um, a lot of people, I mean, it's very possible that he actually loved Bobby Christina. And if that's the case, then he would also be dealing with that as well. Um, being the person being that was there. Um, and again, I don't know if he supplied the drugs or the alcohol or both, or I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, to have been there when that was happening, he moved her body um, and, I don't know, man. Shit is weird. So, Nick Gordon is dead. Um, a lot of people were like, oh, well, it's his guilty conscience, blah, blah. I don't know. And it's very possible that they were just a clan of people that have drug issues. And that's sometimes what happens when you have unaddressed drug issues and nobody telling you to stop or nobody or people looking the other way and not wanting to acknowledge that you have problems. So, um... Yeah, man. I mean, I guess, like, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, 
So let's move on and talk about some, I guess, better news, right? So what the fuck is with this fucking every time the baby goes somewhere, he has to get arrested or like niggas want to arrest him? Like, what is that? It just feels like he is constantly under some kind of like surveillance or scrutiny like every time he fucking goes somewhere so more recently guys he has been recently released from jail um because he posted $1,500 bail when he was arrested in Miami-Dade uh, County Jail on Saturday now listen guys he, okay <laughs> wait <laughs> when I first heard about this story I have to be very candid in the way that it was received by me um, the art, I wish I had the article title, but I don't, but the article title was pretty much like the baby beat up a nigga for $80 in an iPhone seven, <laughs> that alone, the audacity of that title, like what? Like <laughs> needless to say, after doing a little bit more research on my own, cause that's what I do. <laughs> Fact check. <laughs> I tried to. I don't do that shit all the time. But anyway, <laughs> so um, the real altercation stemmed from uh, a man, a promoter. Not I shouldn't say a man. Like it was just a random guy. A promoter promised uh, the baby thirty thousand dollars for a performance, but the promoter only gave him twenty thousand. So the baby's homies beat him up. <laughs> and ran his pockets now see when you say it like that it doesn't seem so frivolous and whack that they got $80 in the iPhone 7 like it's like oh you got your ass beat and your pockets got ran because you still owe me $10,000 like not that that iPhone 7 was gonna cover the fucking shit but <laughs> but like y'all listen I know I didn't tell y'all this before you motherfuckers are killing me with the way that you guys are titling these articles online. Like, y'all got him out here looking like he beat niggas up for under $100. Like, <laughs> like the audacity. Like, never. Listen. You would be somebody up to if they shorted you $10,000. Like... <laughs> anybody would be upset and ch and listen I don't even know like what is it like what law is that like when oh why well, he probably was like beat these niggas up like the like <laughs> when you're a rapper and you have like hella niggas around you like do you have to verbally like be like yo run this nigga pockets like do you have to like give them the command do they work independently I don't really know how that works, but, like, I always feel like that's, it kind of sucks when, like, my friends beat a nigga up and now I'm in trouble because everybody know me, like, <laughs> that seems kind of fucked up, but that's neither here nor there, but anyway, um, so, yeah, so he's out on bail, I'm sure he's gonna have to go, or I'm not sure, but he's definitely going, gonna have to go and in, in front of a judge and tell a story, um, then there was also a story this week after he got out where he said that in 50 years he wanted to run for president and then I had to like google how old he was he's 28 y'all like I don't know that he realizes that nobody wants 
I shouldn't say that when Bernie Sanders is running for president. But, like, nobody wants an 80 year old president. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. He'll be 78, but same fucking difference. So, like, I don't know if he understands how, like, being a president works. Like, you could technically be a president when you turn 35. You don't have to wait 50 years from now. I mean, maybe he was just being exaggerative and was just saying, like, in a minute. Like, I want to be so big that, like, I could be the president of the United States if I want. Like, but, I mean, you... (laughs) I got what he meant. (laughs) Okay, guys. So, speaking of rappers um, and saying silly shit, uh, Cardi B wants to leave the United States because of Donald Trump. She says that he is putting American lives in danger because of the fucking Iran issues, right? So, um... She, (laughs) I feel like she's joking, but I've seen a fucking tweet where, uh, I've seen a fucking, uh, tweet or some shit where they were like, oh, like, Nigeria don't want her. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, can Cardi B, can she survive in Nigeria? Like, does Nigeria have, like wings fry hard and like pizza puffs and I don't know maybe I love how I'm describing Cardi B's eating habits as some shit I would be as the way I would eat if I lived back east or in the midwest but like I mean I don't know so I mean listen she floated the idea of moving because of Trump and the Iran shit somebody uh who is in charge of something in Nigeria. She has a check mark on her name, so we have to believe it. She said that, listen, you can come in, you can walk through the door of return, and, like, it's going to be amazing. She says, like, for sure, come through. So, I don't know who wrote that tweet about nobody wanting Cardi, but the Nigerians said Cardi can come through. Why Nigeria? Like, is she Nigerian? Or is, like, Offset Nigerian? Or... How do we get Nigeria? Like, I don't know. Um, you know what I thought about, though? Is you know how people always always like, yo, if some shit pop off, I'm just going to go to Canada. If some shit really pop off, guys, going to Canada ain't going to make no difference. <laughs> They're just going to knock on your Canadian address and be like, so you going to wear this uniform or not? Like, <laughs> get down or lay down. <laughs> But yeah, man, so I don't know if Cardi's got the gusto to fill out a a citizenship application. I heard that they're pretty long, but if she can and if she does, God bless her. (laughs) Yeah, I cracked myself up. (laughs) Okay, guys, so here's this thing happening in Texas, right? Um, A girl little girl um is on life support i believe her name is tensley um she's in life support she's on life support at a hospital in fort worth texas right she is she suffers from a rare heart defect it's called let me tell you what it's called it's called epstein's uh anomaly which means that one of her heart main valves is malfunctioning 
Um, she suffers from chronic lung disease and severe chronic pulmonary hypertension. Um, this is why I'm bringing this up. The hospital wants to take her off life support. There is a temporary temporary cust, uh, um, restraining order against the hospital filed by the parents because they don't think that well, first off, they want that to be their decision and not the hospitals, not a board of, of people. Um, and then also <clears throat> is that they believe that she's getting better and that she has the ability to get better and that she needs to have a tracheotomy performed. Um, so could you imagine <clears throat> you having a sick child and one day you get a phone call and the hospital's like, yeah. We're going to go ahead and pull her plug on Friday. Like, I couldn't even imagine. So, <clears throat> that's pretty much what's happening here. Um, there are people saying that there are other options available for the little girl. Um, like I said, I mentioned earlier, tracheotomy. Um, they are very positive, or they feel very strongly that a tracheotomy would increase this girl's quality of life immensely. Um, but the hospital will not give her one. I don't know if they are not willing to, if they are not equipped to. Um, but the girl's mother has pretty much been asking them to do this tracheotomy since July. Um, she's saying that, you know, if she gets the tracheotomy, she might be able to go home one day. Um, and, she, you know, I mean, essentially, she's just looking for the little girl to have some specific health care. Um, so that she can transition to home health support, right? Um, she's now reaching out and trying to get other doctors and other states or whatever the case may be to look at the case and to see if it's something that they would be willing to do. Um, like I told told you guys, she the mother is very adamant that the little girl is getting better. She's saying that her lungs are clear and she's breathing more easily. Um, and she's been indicating when she wants to be picked up. Um, she's making, you know, the mother just says she's making improvements and she feels like if she gets a tracheotomy, the little girl will be able to get out of the hospital and start working towards recovery. But the hospital does not feel that way. The hospital says that the little girl's not getting better. They said that the little girl is in constant pain. And that the little girl is suffering. They said that, um, uh, you know, in doing small things like changing her diaper or getting her to turn over to avoid bed sores is always a challenge. And that she always appears to be in pain. Um, they have to sedate her and paralyze her to keep her from pulling at the lines connected to her ventilator, the hospital said. Um, the quote says, all the things we have to do to keep her alive and keep her well is causing her pain and causing her suffering, and we don't want to do that any longer. We want to ease her pain. We believe that we can do that if we allow her to naturally and peacefully transition. And that was the hospital saying that. Um, and it's weird because, like, I don't know how to feel about this. As, so, like, you know, on the side of the medical professionals, um they see the suffering the mother I, I assume it may be hard to see that your kid is suffering 
to really grasp it when your main issue is that it's selfish, but your main issue is I want my kid back home. So whatever that means, you know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. I'm really torn about this. When I first read it, I was like super like, uh, uh, hell no. Like, but now, you know, looking into the case a little bit more, understanding the fucking physician's side of it. I'm just not really sure. Um, I know that as parents, sometimes we make really selfish decisions um, and where we are screaming at the top of our lungs that the decisions that we're making are for our children. In reality, they are to coddle us, to make us feel good in some way. And um, it's something that can be detrimental sometimes. Um, So I don't know. I'd be really interested to find out what you guys think about it. Um, So let me know. But I mean, I'm kind of very much up in the air about that. Um, I just don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I think that ultimately the decision should be in the hands of the family. Like that literally only makes sense. You don't want a people, a group of strangers making your decision for you. But whether or not, I don't know what you do when you put all the facts in front of somebody and they don't want to see that 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 person is suffering and they don't want to move them off life support. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. So, but yeah, so that's happening. Um, Okay, let's, I I don't know that it's good news. I was going to say, let's like change the mood a little bit. I don't know if this is good news, but it's, um, it's gross as fuck. Um, I think I want to say this happened. Oh, I was going to say some more shit in Texas, but this is Pennsylvania this time. (laughs) So guys, somebody released bed bugs in a Pennsylvania Walmart. I'm going to let that sit for a second. Yeah, niggas are hella gross. So listen, guys, somebody was going into Walmart in the Pennsylvania area um, and leaving these bed, these medicine bottles full of bed bugs in the men's changing room. Now, off top, I'm thinking, okay, there's probably bed bugs everywhere. Now that I have a specific location, I feel like this is a scorned woman. I'm giving an FBI profile right now um, because she went right for the fucking men's section. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there was like, there's pill bottles. There's, I mean, some in like a little a jacket that was for sale. Um, there was another bottle with just dead ones. Um, there was, and and there was visibly bed bugs on the walls of the, uh, sorry, I'm itching just telling y'all this. Like, I'm, I literally just scratched my leg. But um, there um, there was also visible bed bugs, like, all over the changing room in the men's section. So, the cops are on your ass, whoever the fuck you are, you weirdo. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever been touched by a bed bugs um, breakout. Um, when I lived in my last apartment, my upstairs neighbors moved and it was about two weeks or something that went back past before the new people moved in. Nigga, when I tell y'all 48 hours after these new motherfuckers moved in, I was itching in my bed. Nigga, I could have burned the whole building down. Do you understand me? I have never in my life. I, listen, (laughs) So, I understand how fucking 
terrorizing a fucking bed bug can be. Um, you really have to like, nigga. I think I left. I left everything behind. Like, I I think yeah, literally everything. When I moved to my place that I live in now, guys, I had bought everything new. Like I literally was like, you can have the bed bugs. I'm out of here. <laughs> But seriously, y'all, no. So, I don't know what kind of fucking... Y'all talking about fucking worried about Iran and there are terrorists in Pennsylvania and Walmart with medicine bottles full of bed bugs, okay? Um, listen. Listen. I Listen. Listen. You hear me? Like, could you imagine buying a fucking No Boundaries t-shirt from Walmart? <laughs> And it's bed bugs and shit all in it. Disgusting. Listen. You have never been terrorized until you've been terrorized by a bed bug, my nigga. Like, I promise. (laughs) Like, that's literally on my mom and them. (laughs) So, the cops are on your ass. They're gonna fucking find you. I wish, I wonder if they could, like, they could probably, like, (laughs) every time I think about a fucking, like, crime scene, I'm like, they could just fucking fingerprint dust that shit. So, that's what I'm suggesting to the FBI. Go ahead and, um, fingerprint dust that shit. Find out what, who dirty ass did that. But be careful, because I guarantee you, if you could just buy, if you, (laughs) if you could find bad bugs, and you can bottle them up, you're going to want to not bust in his door because they will immediately jump on you. You're definitely going to want to, like, get a bullhorn and yell from a nice distance. <laughs> you do not want that shit. You do not want to track that shit in your house, okay? And I didn't even track that shit in my house, okay? That's how fucking resilient those fucking bugs are. Niggas just moved upstairs, and these niggas, like, picnic ants, like, like down the fucking walls and shit. So, listen... <sighs> You guys need to just go ahead and, like, bomb his house and whatever that means to y'all. Bug bomb it, regular bomb it, because that's a terrorist, guys. And I, we don't negotiate with them, and so I say, take it down. <laughs> Burn it all down. Listen, I, you know how much money you would have to pay me to go shopping in that Walmart? Like, I need to see a white tent over it for at least a week, and I need to be sure that there is some, like, shit happening in it. And there's some fucking... I still... Honestly, y'all, I still don't think I'm going shopping in that place. Like, I just... It's, that that Walmart is no longer for me. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, speaking of some shit that's not for you. Let me tell y'all about these two stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> so, two guys in Mississippi are like, Yo, you want to win the lottery? <laughs> And the other dude's like, yeah, yeah, nigga, I want to win the lottery. And he's like, all right, this is what we finna do. And then, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't, Okay, so I read this article, and I was trying to figure out, like, how they did it. I'm going to tell y'all what happened, and then we're going to run through the theories, okay? <laughs> so, they're like, yeah, my nigga, I definitely want to win the lottery. So, like, cool. So, <laughs> they glue the winning numbers to a lottery ticket and turn it in. They turn it in. Somebody signs it and sends it for payment. 
the fucking lottery commission is like, this doesn't, this, mm, these are glued down. Cool story. Let's let's fucking send the arrest copter or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Like, (laughs) the arrest bike. Whatever it is. Whatever the mode of transportation is, okay? So, here are my theories. Because they wouldn't have been able to know the fucking winning numbers until they fucking knew the winning numbers. And then you can't just buy like one car for to glue it to use to be like the base, right? So the glue can go on that with the new numbers. And then you can't use the other one because what if those numbers that you scratch off aren't even anywhere on the fucking ticket? So you, I feel like you have to buy like a stack of tickets, scratch all those bitches out, and then like really get to your serial killing like letter cutting out like game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like really get in your bag and like really get that shit together. <sighs> um, I feel like if the motherfuckers... Uh, I don't know how thick laminate it is. Now I'm over here trying to think of ways they could have gotten away with this. The point is, guys, it's hard as fuck to win the lottery. Um, and apparently you can't, like, jumpstart that. <laughs> and you know what's so funny is that I don't, like, of the article that I'm looking up on NBC News, I don't know if this is the card they're showing me that's glued down because if it is if this is the actual card that would have the glued down numbers I must say they did a wonderful job I cannot tell where the glued on numbers are so there's that um (laughs) but unfortunately Otis and Russell 47 and 48 years old both of Columbus Pennsylvania were arrested Monday and charged with uh, counterfeiting an instrument over a thousand dollars in conspiracy. Um, they also charged Latham with false identification information. So, um, so I told you they sent the they signed the ticket and sent it over, um, and the lottery corporation was like, nah, and then <laughs> and so pretty much like they got arrested. They went to, like, their, like, hearing or whatever, and they both pled not guilty. Um, they're currently being held in jail. Um, Latham was being held for $51,000 bond and Sparks on a $20,000 bond. They are both a, a scheduled to appear in court um, soon, if they haven't already. And, yeah, that's what's happening in this, the crazy streets. Uh, did I say Mississippi? What was I saying? Pennsylvania? Mississippi. This happened in Mississippi. I think the Pennsylvania was the bed bugs, wasn't it? I'm high, guys. So, anyway. <laughs> yes. So, Columbus, Mississippi. These niggas got in trouble. I don't even know, like, how you... Shout out to people that are creating their own destiny. <laughs> I'm making my own luck. Do you hear me? <laughs> Shout out to you, my nigga. Like, I wish it would have worked out for you. So, speaking of things that aren't working out for people, um, Harry and Megan are like, listen, royal fam, we're good. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth is kind of, she's in a tizzy, guys. She um, has called a family meeting. So that they can discuss Harry and Meghan's uh, announcement. And because they plan to, quote unquote, step back as senior members of the royal family. 
Um, the meeting is supposedly scheduled for Monday. Um, and then they're going to be, um, I guess, like, talking about, like, I don't know what happens when you're in a royal family. You're just like, I don't want to do this shit no more. Like, I don't want y'all to be all up in my business no more. Like, so I don't know. Um, but the queen's going to be there. Um, Harry's going to be there. The Prince, Char or Prince Charles. Um, fucking Prince William. Um, and then Megan is going to be, she's already in Canada with her son and she don't have time for their white shenanigans. So she's going to join them via phone. <laughs> so, but the point of the meeting, I guess, is to just agree on the next steps for them. Um, I don't even know what that means. Um, and you know what else I found out that was so stupid was that like, not stupid, I guess I get it, but it doesn't make any sense. So I get why Harry's going to step down. Like what the fuck do it matter? He's sixth in line to the British throne. So after his father, his brother, and then his brother's three little stupid ass kids, like, first of all, how did the fucking three little kids even get a chance to, that shit is real stupid to me. And I don't like that shit. That's real game of throny. And I ain't with that shit. I feel like after William, it should definitely be Harry. Like what the fuck? Like, just want me to wait for this little nigga to get 18 now he's gone this is that's some very fucking Mufasa and Scar shit but I'm gonna move on and that's why Harry is stepping down because he don't want to have to turn himself he don't want to turn into Scar and be fucking resentful and I can dig it okay <laughs> I can fucking dig it all right, so, I mean, we'll see what happens. I heard that Megan's going to be doing some voiceover shit for Disney. I mean, they'll be fine, probably. Like, they're trying to be financially independent from the royal family. Like, are you? Is that really going to happen? Like, probably not, y'all. Like, so, whatever. Um, Megan, go ahead, girl. Taking your white, your white king <laughs> away from that craziness. <laughs> I can dig it. <laughs> All right, guys. So, guess what time it is? It's time for the one-up for the week. All right. I know sometimes I be hitting y'all with, like, some goofy shit and some crazy shit. That's just my vibe. You guys know that. But, as I, as I told you guys last year, I'm really working on being more positive in the affirmations that I give to myself and I guess in turn I give to you guys because when I'm recording these episodes and I'm giving these positive I'm trying to <laughs> trying to give you guys these positive affirmations um it's easier for me to like really find the positive ones when I'm like reflecting it on myself so that's what I'm trying to do so my one up for the week this week for episode 70 the first episode of 2020 is be kind to others but always be fucking compassionate to yourself okay seriously let that fucking sink in rewind it if you need to i said <laughs> be kind to others but always be compassionate to yourself so um i hope that you can take that into your next week um and keep it in mind don't be so fucking hard on yourself okay i love you guys and Thank you guys for listening. It's wonderful. I'm glad you're here. Guys, April 16th through April 20th, Smoke Free Weekend. If you love listening to me, come watch me ramble. 
I'm really cute and fun in person, I promise. So <laughs> if you guys haven't checked out the Eventbrite, please make sure that you do. There's always a link in the show notes, and there's always a link in my link tree on every single social media that I have, okay? Make sure that you guys are liking and reviewing and rating and subscribing. I'll have a YouTube video up for episode 70. I apologize for the delay of this episode. I mean, I prayed for more work, and I'm getting more work, so I'm trying to figure it out and make all of this work. (laughs) I said work so many times, I felt like a rapper. How you just keep rhyming the same thing with the same thing, with the same thing, with the same thing. (laughs) But yeah, so I prayed for more work. I, I prayed to be more busy. I prayed for, like, things to, like, get moving in 2020, and they kind of are, so I'm gonna figure out how to do all that and then still figure out this. If I have to change my drop date, I'm really hoping I don't have to, but if I do... Oh well, or I'll just start sticking it out and just fucking sucking that shit up after late nights and I just come home and just record it and just get and send it out because I man <laughs> I don't wanna get emotional. <laughs> but no, for real, like I love doing this and I see that you guys like listening. So I really appreciate that. Like it really does mean a lot to me. Like I don't take any listen for granted. I don't take any retweet for granted. I appreciate every single one of you guys. So, all right, that's episode 70. I will see you guys in a week. Actually, probably earlier because this is dropping late and I'm going to really try to go ahead and just figure out what I'm going to do and push out for 71 because I'm consistency is what I'm also trying to bring you guys this year. So I got a lot of work to do. So hang in there with me. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Mwah.